0: appealing. Everything the traffic will allow. Nowhere could you have that happy feeling when you are stealing that extra bow. There's no people like show people. They smile when they are low. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. That night you opened and there you are on your dressing room, they pong a star. Let's go on with
1: the show. Hello and welcome. This is Break a Leg. My name is Ian Cheeseman, and two hours all things theatrical and musical theatre, I can promise you, during the next couple of hours. We've got some great guests lined up in the first hour and then loads of music. ...in the second hour. Uh, Coming up in this first hour, we'll be hearing from Gary Davis... ...who will be appearing at the Lowry Theatre in Manchester... ...in Strictly Ballroom, the musical, very, very soon. Also, Nick Conway, remembering from... ...as Billy Boswell, actually, in Bread, back in the 1980s. And my first guest in this hour is Benjamin Durham... ...who is Winnie the Pooh, who is coming to Manchester very soon. So, great guest to come in the first hour. First up, uh, last weekend, I went to watch Chris Hadfield... Who is an astronaut from Canada And he was telling us all about At the Lowry Theatre About his adventures in space And how the earth is changing And all that sort of stuff And he finished off his show It was on stage So I count it as a stage show With his live performance of Space Oddity With different words Which he originally recorded in space In the space station And here is that recording (laughs)
2: Attach from station and may God's love be with you. This is ground control to Major Tom. Anywhere. But it's time to guide the capsule if you dare. This is major town to ground control. I've left forevermore, and I'm floating.
1: Hadfield recording live in space his version of Space Oddity. Now, I must say it was a, a theatrical, very special occasion at the Larry Theatre when I saw him speak for two hours about his adventures. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Right, we move on now to a show that is coming to Manchester in the non too distant future. It is Winnie the Pooh. So, what better to start with than the Winnie the Pooh theme? Deep
0: in the fire. The first childhood days A donkey named New your Is his friend And Kanga and Little Roo There's Rabbit and Piglet And there's Owl But most of all Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Winnie the with You can do better than that, so I'll give you more words. Let's do it over. Deep in the hundred acre wood, where Christopher The first childhood days A donkey named New York Is his friend And Kanga and Little Roo There's Rabbit and Piglet And there's Owl. But most of all Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh
1: little cubby all stuffed with fluff, he's winning up, to up, up, to up, up, winning up, 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 singing along to that. Winnie the Pooh, of course. Everybody knows that song. Well, the story of Winnie the Pooh will be at the Opera House in Manchester from the 24th to the 26th of July. And Benjamin Durham, who I've been speaking to recently, will be playing the part of Winnie the Pooh.
3: I think the the joyous thing, one of the joyous things about Winnie the Pooh and the classic A.A. Milne characters is uh, there's a, a universal appeal. Um, we're currently in, in performances at Riverside in London, and we're having... So the 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 very 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 young, the little babies coming along, all the way through to uh, the oldest of the old, and everyone everyone has something that ties them back to it. One of the things we talked about when we started rehearsals was the idea that everyone has something that that reminds them or uh, a childhood story that they they think of when they think of Winnie the Pooh and think of these these wonderful stories and characters. Um, so I think there is something for everybody in this, um, and in and in the joy that these characters bring. Um, the show itself is a uh, musical and puppetry staging of uh, a new narrative, bringing together the classic A M L stories and characters, uh, bringing all audience members into the Hundred Acre Woods uh, and taking you on a journey with with those uh, with Pooh and his friends. And of
1: course, the great music of the Sherman Brothers is yes. is throughout, isn't it? I mean, they're two of the greatest songwriters that Disney have ever uh, had in their stable, really.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and joyous music to be able to perform. Um, the wonderful thing about Tiggers is is a song that sadly, as Pooh, you don't get to do, but always is is an audience favourite. Um, we've got those, and we've also got a couple of the um A. a. Milne poems from the storybooks um, that have then been put to music uh, that go with this show. I know Life of Pie has been running,
1: it's now gone over to Broadway, I've seen Avenue Q, recently Lion King was in Manchester, uh, and I've seen that before, and that all uses puppetry, I suppose, of the same
3: type that you will be using to perform as Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, the puppets are fascinating, the puppets that we use are created by Rockefeller Productions in-house in America, and then brought across to us, uh, they're the ones that have been used for the American productions of, of the Winnie the Pooh musical so far, um, it's I think it's really brilliant to bring these these characters to the puppets because they are almost like life size toys. Um, we're almost there as the actors, like like Christopher Robbins on stage, playing with these these big plush, um, wonderful visions of the, of the characters, um, and yeah, brilliant. And do you, as the performer, as the
1: puppeteer, use your face and expressions to convey more? Because I saw. Uh, the guy who plays Zazu in Lion King, very much doing that. He was dressed in a matching colours and, and costume. And, and obviously some people will look intensely at the puppet and some people will look at you, won't they? So is there a, a combination that you have to create that works?
3: I think it's It's all about finding that balance. Um, as a performer myself, I'm definitely more, uh, more drawn to the performing alongside the puppet. But I think there is definitely a balance of going, you need to make sure that everything... There is a, a universal body between the performer and the puppet, um, but also delivering the performance. There's a little thing that I'll do before every show I go on as Pooh. Uh, me and Pooh in unison will both do a little yawn, which I think is brilliant for the puppet and for the character um, and just brings us together, uh, sort of syncs, uh, performer and puppet.
1: This is a Disney production and, um, and Disney never disappoints. Um, and... Obviously, the, the intensity of what they do is, is one of the things that makes them so good. But when you think of something like Aladdin, which I've seen on Broadway, and obviously we've all seen the, the animation or the live-action version, it seems to me that that is aimed at both the adults and the children, that there's certain aspects of the show that are directly aimed at kids and some that, that is aimed at the adults, where you think that just goes
3: over the head of the child, what the, what the adult gets. Is it like that with your show? Uh, the the book that we have the script is brilliantly written for this show and I think there are there are definitely jokes there that are going to take a little bit more of an, an adult mind to click into a little bit a cleverer humour along the way um, but I do also think that we've got the as with a lot of the Disney stories the the universal humour the things that everyone has that little bit of either like slapstick or childishness that you, something so simple everyone finds humorous, um, and I think there's a real, real magical union of that with, with the the show that we have.
1: How did you get into this then? How did you be, become a puppeteer? You say you're a, you're a performer, I presume then that you don't just do puppetry, you're not a specialist in that, that's just something that you're doing in this show.
3: Yeah, I, so I originally trained in musical theatre, uh, trained at Arts Ed in London, um, and this is actually my first time puppeteering. Um, so it's been wonderful to sort of jump in and dive in with that. Um, yeah, having, having moved down to London in 2018, um, it's been it's been lovely to sort of train all aspects of musical theatre and then be able to bring that to this, whilst also diving in with um, bringing a, a three foot plush bear to life.
1: Does it ever get frustrating that you think I want to I want to sing and dance and be all <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a brilliant challenge. I think um, being able to do this is, is just something completely different to things that I've done before um, that, and with such an iconic character as well um, that I think I'm just sort of basking in the opportunity. There is a lot of trust in you, isn't there? Because these, as you
1: say, are beloved characters and whilst you will have young children going to watch you naturally with their parents, even somebody like me might go along who's a lot older, but remember... Reading about these characters, watching the animations, the short form animations, and we want it to be right. We want to feel this is completely authentic. That's a big pressure on
3: you, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, ev- everyone knows Winnie the Pooh, as I was saying earlier, and it's um and they're iconic and and equally as iconic, equally loved. That you need to uh, sort of honor everything that that makes everybody love these characters. Um, I think, yeah, there's there is. A real uh, sort of respect that we have to give to, to everything that's come before, to so Sterling Holloway and Jim Cummings having created and and given life to these characters for 40, 50 years um, in in the mainstream media, but also there's a there's a joy in being able to share that. I'm
1: going to draw a slightly weird analogy here in the the sense that I went along to do a talk yesterday to a women's guild group. Now, I'm not a performer in quite the way you are, but I was watching them, um, you know, sat there discussing and people were chattering away. And the woman who was in charge was trying to keep their concentration. So I, as the upcoming performer, if you like, because I was due to stand there for an hour and talk to them, got a little bit nervous. And then when I got there, I grabbed their attention and they were with me all the way through. You know what that's like, but this particular type of a show, when there are lots of children, lots of families, and we've seen discussions just recently about problems in the audience, Bat Out of Hell was was highlighted. How much of a challenge is it for you as a performer to keep that type of audience completely gripped to
3: what you're doing? And do you succeed in it? I think it's a really interesting question. Um, What we get a lot of at the start of our show is a lot of kids sitting there going, Where's Pooh? Where's Winnie the Pooh? Come on, we've we've come for Winnie the Pooh. Um, And we get a lot of that. And then the reaction of when we first come on um, with the puppets, they're they're captivated. Um, The show is brilliantly written and and produced with uh, the creation by Rockefeller um, that I think we are trying to emulate everything the, the screen adaptations have done so well. That you're constantly jumping and you're constantly being given um, different impulses across the stage of things to watch, uh, we bring to life a lot of the, um, the woodland wildlife as well as the characters, that you're constantly being given things to, to draw the attention on stage and to, to bring the audience along with us.
1: The fascinating Benjamin Durham, who will be Winnie the Pooh at the Opera House in Manchester from the 24th to the 26th of July. And as well as seeing Winnie, you will, of course, see this marvellous character. The
4: wonderful things about Tiggers is Tiggers are wonderful things. The tops are made out of the rubber. The bottoms are made out of the springs. The bouncy, trouncy, flouncy, pouncy, fun, 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 fun. But the most wonderful things about Tiggers is I'm the only one. The wonderful things about Tiggers is Tiggers are wonderful chaps. The motor and Winsmen would singer. It must still leap in your lap. The jumpy, pumpy, clumpy, clumpy, fun. Fun, 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 fun! Talk the most wonderful things about chickens that I'm the only one! Triggers are cuddly colors! Triggers are roughly sweet! Everyone else is jealous! And that's why I repeat more! Oh, the wonderful things about chickens! It's chickens are wonderful things! The drops are made of the rubber! The bottoms are made of the spring! The bouncy, trouncy, flouncy, fun, 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 fun! fun. Talk the most wonderful things about chickens that I'm the only one! Alice is jealous and that's why I repeat oh the wonderful things about triggers you see the wonderful things the tops are made of the rubber the bottom the made of the spring the bouncy, fancy, 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 pouncy, fun, 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 fun but the most wonderful things about triggers is I'm the only one I'm the only one Cheerio
5: Your local
6: radio station for the Ribble Valley On air, online and on your smartphone app 106.7 Ribble FM
1: I am the aforementioned Ian Cheeseman, and this is Break a Leg. Thanks very much for listening. If you love theatre, you love musicals, then this is the place to be each and every week, always with great guests and some great show tunes as well. The second hour today will be packed full of great show tunes from shows actually that are coming to the Manchester area in the non-too-distant future. Dear Evan Hansen, Sister Act and Six, The Musical. But next up, a much more imminent arrival is Strictly Ballroom, The Musical, which will be at the Lowry Theatre, the magnificent Lowry Theatre, from the 26th of June to the 1st of July. Among its guests... Our Gary Davis, and we'll be meeting him right after this performance from the show. This is Time After Time. You'll know it as Cindy Lauper, but this is the version that's in the musical, Strictly Ballroom Musical. Yes. Right, right,
7: we've got that, so what if we try something like this?
8: If we go. Lying in my bed here, clock tick, and think of you. Oh circles, confusion is nothing
0: new.
1: Time. Originally, Cindy Lauper. That's the version in Strictly Ballroom, the musical. You may have also seen the film version. Of course, this is the live version which will be at the Lowry Theatre 26th of June, 1st of July. Now, the main stars are Kevin Clifton and Faye Brooks. You'll definitely know their names from Strictly Come Dancing. But I've been speaking to Gary Davis, who also plays one of the... Pa- now, he told me, and you'll hear in a moment, he doesn't actually dance in the show, but he still has a pivotal role. So, Gary, explain to me a little bit about Strictly Ballroom, the musical.
9: Yeah, the musical is based on a film by Baz Luhrmann, who uh, directed uh, René Juliet*, I think, and uh, Moulin Rouge. And uh, it was part of a trilogy that he did. It was his first big, big film. And obviously it is based on the world of ballroom. Uh, so there is a lot of ballroom dancing in it, but it's the 90- 1990s amateur ballroom dancing competition scene in Australia. Um... And the story is um, about a young ballroom dancer who's grown up in a ballroom dancing family and they're all obsessed with ballroom dancing. But he's tired of the old steps and wants to do his own new steps. Uh, Unfortunately, the Australian ballroom dancing federation led by barry Fife, my character doesn't want anything to do with that because they see that that is the beginning of the end if they don't if people start making up their own rules their own dance steps then it's going to be disastrous so he's a bit of a maverick who goes against um uh the flow of um uh, of the ballroom dancing scene he uh ends up falling out with his long-term ballroom dancing partner and partners up with a complete novice who um, approaches him and said, I want to dance with you, I want to do your new steps. So he takes the gamble of uh, dancing with a novice, and uh, and from that, um, a romance evolves, really. And um, uh, I'm sure, you know, your listeners will know pretty much how that was going to end, but I won't spoil it just yet.
1: <laughs> I presume, uh, given what you just said, that you don't actually have to ballroom dance.
9: Uh, fortunately, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not, uh, you wouldn't call me a dancer. I have a few dance steps in the finale, but no, none of the boring dancers. Are. I mean, the guys that, that are ensemble and our leads that do all the dancing, it's it's phenomenal to watch because it's there are so many different styles and, and genres of dancing that it's just extraordinary how they how they do it physically, night after night. I do not know.
1: Did you stand there in the uh, in the wings, sort of being a bit blown
9: away by it all? Absolutely, and I've, you know, I think um, I think the audiences have been as well. So um, you know, they've had a, a fantastic reception. Um, so yeah, I'm in awe of all the dancers. Really, I just go out and act and sing and you know, stand in the right place. Really,
1: this show has quite a pedigree, really. And um, you know, you've described it perfectly so far. Anybody that's seen Moulin Rouge will know the the quality of a show like that and the originality of it. Really. So is it the same? No. Do you feel is it's it's got a connection to that type of slightly avant-garde um, way of doing things.
9: Yeah, I think it does. It's very quirky. Um, the humour's very 90s Australia, um, and um, it's very much set in that world. But it also, it switches rapidly from scenes to scenes. It, 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 it doesn't slow down at all. It just keep, keeps moving. Um, and the way our set designer has designed the set and the nice design is that we can do that we, it's um the set is very simple but very um what's the word uh, very useful it, it can adapt to any situation and so we create these scenes very very quickly using lights and uh, a few bits of set um and uh yeah so I mean, I mean looking at it's a long time since i watched the film obviously when i, when I got the job i watched it again uh, and it's, it's very much like that, it's very much very quick moving scenes from one scene to the next, there's lots of sparkle, lots of dancing and it just all flows one into the other and the show is very much like that you know.
1: How does this show compare to, to your career so far and what you've done so far is it, you feel as if it's very different and has that been part of the challenge of doing it?
9: Yeah um, it's, it, personally for me, the character that I'm playing is something new for me uh he is um he's the baddie of the piece really and quite an unpleasant man um so it, that that's been a challenge but when we got into rehearsals the first thing that our director craig of said to all of us was there's the script here am i i want your ideas let's put all three together and so play with it have fun with it and that's what we were able to do so in in the rehearsal process it was very much a try this try this and i was allowed to do anything and then, uh, so that in that sense, it was great for me. It was very liberating as an actor, not to be told exactly what to do and when. And then as you refine it, then that's when Craig was stepping in, oh, that works, that works, but that doesn't. And, you know, so that was great. The characters, um, you know, as I say, a baddie. I've not really played baddies before, but, you know, he's, um, I think I, I got called um, uh, almost stepping into pantomime baddie. And I suppose, yeah, is. he's larger than life, all the characters are. But I think there's more depth to him than that. He's um, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's yeah, not a very pleasant man. Um, and uh, as far as my career is concerned, yeah, it's, it's a lovely big park. I've got some big things in it. Um, and um, I can really get my teeth into it, you know. Um, with my, my age and, and, and that these days, I often get the, the supporting roles. Uh, so it's nice to be out there, you know, doing the big numbers.
1: You mentioned Craig Revel Horwood, and and obviously we all know the great talent that he's got. Um, He actually directed a touring version of Chess, the musical, which I'm a big fan of. And I've I've seen, I saw the original one with Elaine Page and Murray Head and the very traditional way of presenting it. And his version, which had musicians on stage, which reminded me a little bit of... Uh, Moulin Rouge and, and and things like that. The way it was so very very different, it uh, yes. brings something something unique. I mean, as a director, you you probably worked with loads of directors. How does he yeah. compare? It. I mean, you've you've given us a little insight in the to the creative process. But would you put him right
9: up there? I, yeah, I would. I would. When we when we originally got the script, which was um, written from the there was a. a Production of the musical in Australia, which was the first production of the musical. When they brought it over to um, England the first time some years ago, they they completely rewrote it virtually. And this has gone back to the original script. However, Craig has a, a very cleverly, I think, um, cut and pasted. He said clip bits, he's added tiny bits in it. And it's just, he's made the script from when I first read it. The, I think I thought, Mm, this is a long, sprawling, you know, thing. It's going to be a long show. He's actually brought it much tighter, and he's he's kind of um, overlapped bits and, and moved bits together. So, in in that sense, and with his uh, his rehearsal technique, which I found very helpful, um, yeah, I do put him up there. Um, he's, uh, I think, he's done a wonderful job with this. I did see his chess. Uh, um, in fact, I, I have worked with Craig, but as an actor before, um, but I'm, I've never worked with him directing. And I've, I, to me, yeah, I mean, he's, he's pulled it off and uh, I've had a great time doing it because of that, really.
1: You're appearing at a magnificent theatre, I might say, the Lowry in yes. Salford. Is that one you performed in before?
9: I haven't. It's on my bucket list. Um, I performed at the, the Palace of House in Manchester, I've I've been to the Lowry to see productions, but never performed there. So, um, yeah, really, really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it.
1: And I know this is a little bit of a cliche question, but when you tour around like this, do you really sense different types of audiences in different venues?
9: Yeah, very much so. Yes, you really do. Um, you tend to find the more north you go, the, the more the audiences are up for it and they, they they want to laugh and they want a good night out um, and that's not to say that's not to denigrate southern audiences they're wonderful too but in different ways they tend to they want to just sit and listen and be entertained whereas the, the northern audience want to get involved uh, and for that it's fantastic because um, this is a show that it, it it does I suppose because of Baz Luhrmann's style really it does tend towards pantomime on occasion and that's when you want your audiences you know. I get booed, I get, you know, and that's fine. And then at the end of the show, everybody's up dancing and singing Love Is In The Air and, and, and having a party, really. And those are the audiences that we love, you know, the ones that really get involved. And like I say, the further north you go, the more they do it.
1: Well, all I can say is uh, have fun in Salford. Um, I'm sure it'll be a fantastic reception that you get. Um, at my show's called Break A Leg, so break a leg. Um, <laughs> It, one thing I, I ask a lot of people I chat to is is their own favourite musical, and, and not I don't mean the one that you're in at the moment, but have you actually got a favourite musical that we could play a song from for you?
9: <laughs> my I, I, it's I, I, a cliche in itself. My favourite musical is Phantom of the Opera. Uh, I, I would love to play Phantom. I'm getting a bit old now, but yeah, um, <coughs> yeah, that would that would have to be my favourite. So any, um, any particular song from that? Music of the Night. We'll play that for you, Gary. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks very much, Ian. Nice to meet you.
1: That's Gary Davis from Strictly Ballroom, the musical, which will be on at the Larry Theatre from the 26th of June to the 1st of July. His wish is my command. So here, from Phantom of the Opera, is Music of the Night. night
10: sharpens, heightens each sensation. Darkness stirs and wakes imagination Silently the senses abandon their defences Slow unfurls its blend Listen to the God. Uh. Uh.
1: I'm Ian Cheeseman, this is Break a Leg, all things theatrical and musical theatre. Now, just recently I bumped into somebody I'd known in the past but not seen much of recently, and that is the actor Nick Conway, who played Billy Boswell in Bread. Bread in the 80s. It was such a a huge TV programme. If you're old enough to remember it, then you will know exactly what I'm talking about. If not, then Nick himself will explain it in a moment. This is the first part of an interview, which is a lot longer than the bit you're going to hear now, which I'll play in subsequent weeks, about Nick's love of theatre, and he has a passionate love of theatre. But, of course, he rose to fame on television, which is slightly different. It's still theatrical of sorts, isn't it? So we'll hear the interview in just a moment, but here, just to remind you, just to get you in the mood, particularly if you remember it, is the theme from Bread.
11: Gotta get up, gotta get out. Ooh, Grab the world ooh, by the throat ooh, and shout. Gotta find it, get us a share. Ooh, Make the bread ooh, out of nothing but... God. Gotta find it, get us a share. I'll get grand.
1: of the theme tune of Bread from the 1980s, which starred, among others, Nick Conway, my special guest in this hour, one of my special guests, who played Billy Boswell. So, how did he start? And tell us a little bit about your role
12: in Bread, was what I asked him. I was a member of Manchester Youth Theatre from about the age of 14 to, to my twen- early 20s, about five or six years. And while I was there, I got involved in... Um, Lots of productions and plays, and obviously I developed as an actor with them. And then I went on to Salford College as well. But um, while I was there, I uh, got a part in a professional show um, written by Colin Welland and directed by him. And to cut a long story short, I went to London um, and uh, started off a career in theatre and and then it became TV and film and stuff. Um, So I did a lot of plays um, and um, eventually I was picked up to do some TV programmes And culminating towards the end of the 80s, well, sorry, the mid-80s, the the TV comedy writer Carla Lane, who's a Liverpudlian writer, famous for writing, well, some of the better-known sitcoms, really, of the 70s, like uh, Butterflies and the Liverbirds, I I remember very clearly as a boy. Um, So I suppose if you think about in the days before YouTube and the days before the internet, we, I mean, me and my friends, we always used to watch comedy on TV. We used to love the old sitcoms and all that. I mean, I can remember an old one called It Ain't Our Hot Mum, and I ended up working with Windsor Davis. I mean, I was an 18-year-old in, in London doing a play, and it had some pinch-me moments because I was meeting all these people that I'd met, you know, that I'd seen on TV, like Jack, Jack Smethurst. who's was um, a Salford-born actor, but he, he was in uh, Love Thy Neighbour, and there was um, Tony Selby from Get, Get Some In. And, well, all these names, you know, Glyn Owen. I was working with a lot of them and um, meeting them socially and such a lovely bunch of people as well. But anyway, um, so through through, so I started a career off and had an agent and all that in London and um, started going up for lots of different types of work uh, on the Fringe Theatre as well in Edinburgh Festival, that sort of thing. And eventually I got part in Carla Lane's um, a new sitcom called Bread and she wrote this um, uh, comedy series about an unemployed family in Liverpool who were kind of pitting their wits against the uh, social security, um, dabbling in bits of the black economy, like, you know, um, buying and selling stuff and all that. And um, it just seemed to um, that we, we started recording this thing. And um, after about two or three series, it sort of started to really pick up in the ratings. And um, by, by the sort of late eighties, it, it became very, very popular. And it was given a slot on Sunday nights and, um, it became kind of like family viewing I suppose it did it, it get very very high viewing um, figures and uh, even the repeats you know they used to they used to have uh, I suppose we used to record about 20 a year um, and then they'd repeat them as well so it was on pretty much every week you know um, not exactly as soap but um, it did have a sort of evolving storyline as well so it was a bit more of a um a comedy soap in a way you know some people called it that but uh, anyway yeah it was it was good fun so I played, I played i was in every episode and i was the youngest member of the family um his name was billy boswell so uh, that's what, that what i was called on the street um bit weird for being a mancunian um being no, noted for being a scouser so i used to get a bit of grief when i was coming out of manchester um but uh yeah and um Massive fan of Man City as well, so I used to go away games, and I got I got a few comments there as well about being a scouser, you know, this and the other. But anyway, it didn't didn't deter me from uh, following Man City, and then and it opened up a lot of doors for me, I suppose, being being quite well known. um, uh, This football club that was in love with from being a young boy um, started to you know work a bit there behind the scenes. I got to know some of the people who who worked in the uh, sort of sponsor suite and all that, and even. In the famous five-one victory, um, I went down to the boot room and I was in the manager's room and stuff like that. So it was like a, it was an amazing, sort of fly in the wall uh, thing for me to, to, to see all that. Um, some great experiences actually, and uh, the, not least the Gillingham final, um, playoff final. That was an amazing experience as well. But getting back to the um, the acting, yeah. So I continued doing theatre all through the um, my TV career. I um, I was on the road a lot, doing a lot of plays. Because I think um when you get well known for being in a particular programme, you get snapped up by this companies who want to kind of like uh Dare they exploit in the best <laughs> in the best terms, as long as you're um suitable for the part and you're not playing, you know, ridiculously young character or something for your age, as long as the casting's sensible, then um, you know, I, I, I happen to be in some really good place. Um and down the country and i spent a lot of the 90s on the road to be honest i'm doing a lot of rep as well so i was I I worked at bolton octagon quite a lot so local rep theaters meant a lot to me over the years because the manchester library theater company is where i kind of began my professional career and also with the manchester youth as well they they kindly let us have their theaters you know to do our shows in the summer so, you know, it's kind of like, without that, I don't know if my career would have developed as much. And also, um, <clears throat> so I did some plays at the Library Theatre Forum, Withenshaw, um, and also uh, Bolton Octagon. I did three there. So that was that's a, a theatre very close to my heart. You know, I really like it there. Um, very sad to see what's happened to Oldham, but hopefully they'll be getting a nice, big, spanking, brand-new theatre, Touchwood, which they thoroughly deserve. And I was very upset about that, about what happened there. But, um, yeah, so that, that's me, really. Um, I had about um, 20 to 25 years, really, in the business acting. And um, then I started, as I got a bit older, I started to take a step back. And I um, I started working for theatre schools, <clears throat> doing a bit of directing. And then I actually ended up running a theatre company. So we had about uh, three different theatre schools in different areas of uh, around London, Essex, when I was still living down there. And then I started uh, Manchester uh, Charlton Youth Theatre and ran that for a couple of years as well. Uh, Well, more than a couple, about five, six years. So, um, yeah, I I did quite a bit of that. Um, And now I've got two um, young boys of my own. And uh, we go to the theatre all the time. We we just love going to see shows, um, mainly at the Lowry. Um, uh, They seem to have the best sort of programme, the most sort of diverse programme for me. Um, I suppose the Opera House and the Palace are... Such large venues that they are much more likely to spot on the the, the bigger scale West End shows that are more musicals than the the ones that tend to um, well you know I don't know I, I, it's not my kind of show though but it, you know each for everybody you know like big pantomimes and, and that sort of thing um, whereas I noticed at the Lowry this year I think they're doing the um, what is it the um, the about the, the boy with the tiger what's the name Life of, story? Life of pie. Life of Pi, yeah. Now, I'm fascinated to see that, just to see how it's done. Because <laughs> I've seen some amazing puppetry as well. So we went to see um, George Orwell's Animal Farm done by, the, you know, at the Lowry done by the same company that do Warhorse and all that. And that was fascinating. That was brilliant. So I, I can ima- just imagine how good Life of Pi will be. So I'd like to go and see that. And I'd also like to see the boys to see the, take them to see Julius Caesar, which is upcoming Um in a couple of weeks, actually, I'd, I'd like to see that. Um, and I know it's a modern twist. I, 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 I still like to see Shakespeare plays done in its original form, you know. Um, but I, I took the boys to the Globe as well last year, which was um, quite an experience for them. And that's a little tip for people as well. If you go to London, it's quite cheap, you know, to, to get a seat in the in the Globe. And another good tip is to uh, get the banquette, banquette seats at the Royal Exchange on the front row if you if you, if you you want to look for some uh, more affordable seating. But I think the Lowry is very reasonable anyway. I mean, you know, front stalls for Julius Caesar, they're all Shakespeare companies, 35 quid. I mean, that's not bad, is it, really? You know, if you, if you think about the cost of gigs these days, um, for, for, you know, for, for rock bands and stuff, and even football, you know, it is. I think 35 is pretty reasonable for... Um, but for very, very good seats at the, the Lowry. So I just passed off to them. I'd just like to just pass it on how how grateful we are to the Lowry. You know, we've seen some amazing shows there recently. Um, Blood Brothers, uh, Inspector Calls, Animal Farm. We saw Theatre de Complicité there the other week, which is just astounding. And um, in the studio there, we saw the um, the uh, circus um uh play set in um, in in in, uh, in 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 pre-nazi or you know the, the emergence of um uh, you know Hitler's regime in in um in Germany that was quite quite chilling
1: which perfectly illustrates, that's Nick Conway, the former star of Bread, played Billy Boswell, illustrating uh, the variety of performances that have at the wonderful Lowry Theatre in Manchester. Very, very proud of our theatres. I'm going to finish this hour with a great song from Hairspray, the musical, which is You're Timeless to Me, but we've got loads of music from shows to come in the second hour, so don't go anywhere. On the way, Dear Evan Hansen, Sister Act, and Six the Musical, but this is from
7: Hairspray. Oh, baby, don't you realize? Come with me, you'll always be my joy buzzer. Mm. Styles keep a-changing, the world's rearranging, but Edna, you're timeless to me. Hemlines are shorter, a beer costs a quarter, but time cannot take what comes free. You're like a stinky old cheese, babe just getting riper with age. You're like a fatal disease, babe, but there's no cure, so let this fever rage. Some folks can't stand it, say time is a bandit, but I take the opposite view. Cause when I need a lift, time brings a gift. Another It's all the same schmaltz with just a change in the scenery. You'll never be old hat, that's that. Ooh, you're timeless to me. Oh,
13: Wilbur. Fans keep a fading. Castro's invading. But, Wilbur, you're timeless to me. The are higher, mine feels like barbed wire. But you say I'm chic as can be. You're like a rare vintage Ripple A vintage they'll never forget So pour me A teeny weeny Triple And we can toast The fact we ain't dead yet I can't stop eating Your hairline's receding Soon there'll be nothing at all So you'll wear a wig While I roast a pig hay Past Derek told, glad you like class, that chum check is a gas, but they all pass, eventually, you me. You'll never be past, say, hip hooray, you're timeless to me. Code of paint. And the
7: you got me going hot and heavy. You're fat and old. But baby, boring you ain't. Some folks Just don't get it, it but we never friend. Cause we know that time it's is our friend.
13: And it's plain to see that you're stuck with me until Last time, me. You'll always be
7: du jour, mon amour. You're timeless to me. You'll always
13: be first string ring a ding, ding. You're timeless. To me, Wilbur, maybe you should pull a shade. You're timeless to me. Oh, baby, you're teasing me.
7: You're timeless timeless to me. me. Wilbur, let's take this upstairs. You're You're timeless timeless to me.
13: Ripple FM.
8: With one look I play every part I can make your sad heart sing With one look you'll know all you need
6: to
5: know With one smile I'm the girl next door Or the love that you've hungered for
8: When I speak it's with my soul I And play any
10: role
6: No
5: words can tell The stories my eyes tell Watch me when I frown You can't write that down You know I'm right It's there
6: in black and white When I look your way You'll hear what I
5: say Yes, with one look I put words to shame Just one look Sets the screen aflame
8: music starts to play One tear from my eye makes the whole world cry With one look they'll forgive the past
6: They'll rejoice I've returned at last To
8: my people in the dark Still out there in the dark
6: You'll know all you need to know
8: With one look I'll ignite a blaze I'll return to my glory days
13: This enormous back at last This time I'm staying, I'm staying for gold 6.7
14: FM, streaming from our website, and on smart speakers, live and local, across the Ribble Valley, Ribble FM News.
15: From the Sky News Centre at 10, human remains found in the Californian mountains have been confirmed to be those of British actor Julian Sands. The 65 year old had been missing for more than five months after failing to return from a hike back in January. Police in San Bernardino say investigations into what happened are continuing. Nicola Bully's family say they're still receiving online abuse after a coroner concluded her death was an accident. The 45-year-old's body was found on the River Wire in Lancashire three weeks after disappearing while walking her dog. The family's solicitor, Terry Wilcox, condemned social media trolls.
1: It's upsetting that we've continued to receive negative targeted messages and still wildly inaccurate speculation being shared on numerous platforms. We encourage people to look at the facts the evidence which is being heard during the inquest and the conclusion reached by the coroner.
15: Hospital consultants in England have voted to strike for two days next month in a pay dispute, but the threat of more walkouts by nurses has been averted after not enough members of the RCN turned out to vote on further action. A prayer service has taken place for a father and son who died in the submersible implosion. Shazada and Suleiman Daoud were among five people killed on their way to view the wreck of the Titanic. Hussein Daoud says the family's struggling to come to terms with the tragedy.
7: What does a father say? And a grandfather. Both of them so excited. So terribly excited about going to see the Titanic.
15: The England and Wales Cricket Board has apologised following a damning report into racism, sexism and classism in the game. Earlier, the ECB suggested Yorkshire should be fined half a million pounds and lose points over their handling of allegations made by Azim Rafiq. Stormzy's agreed to buy AFC Croydon Athletic, a football club he's supported since he was a child. The rappers joined forces with Crystal Palace forward Wilfred Zaha and former Palace kitman Danny Young to take over the South London side. That's the latest. I'm Faye Rollins.
1: And this is the second hour of Break a Leg with me, Ian Cheeseman, where we focus on the music. And the theme today are shows that are coming to Manchester probably in the next 12 months, although this first one hasn't got a date on it yet. It's been running in the West End, now closed down and Broadway. It's a brilliant show, can't recommend it highly enough. And it is called Dear Evan Hansen. It will be coming to Manchester, don't know quite when yet. And this is a song called Waving Through a Window.
16: Slam on the brake Before I even turn the key Before I make the mistake Before I lead with the worst of me Give them no reason to stare No slipping up if you slip away So I got nothing to share No, I got nothing to say Step out, step out of the sun If you keep getting burned Step out of the sun Because you've learned Because you've learned On the outside Always looking in Will I ever be more than I've always been Cause I'm tap, tap, tapping on the glass Waving through a window Oh, I Step out of the sun if you keep getting burned Step out, step out of the sun because you've learned falling in a forest and there's nobody around do you ever really crash or even make a sound when you're falling in a forest and there's nobody around do you ever really crash or even make a sound when you're falling in a forest and there's nobody around do you ever really crash or even make a sound when you're falling in a forest and there's no A sound. I'm on the outside, always looking in. Will I ever be more than I've always been? Cause I'm tap tap tapping on the glass, waving through a window. I try to speak, but nobody can hear. So I wait around for an answer to appear. While i watch watch, watch and people pass, waving through a window. Can it you were awesome
6: he he thought I was awesome my brother
16: definitely how well he said there's nothing like your smile sort of subtle and perfect and real he said you never knew how wonderful that smile could make someone feel and he Whenever you get bored You scribble stars on the cuffs of your jeans (laughs) And he noticed That you still fill out the quizzes That they put in those teen magazines But he kept it all inside his head What he saw, he left unsaid And though he wanted to He couldn't talk to you, he couldn't find a way But he would always say If I could tell her, tell her everything I see If I could tell her how she's everything I could tell her, if I could tell if
8: I could tell did he say anything else?
16: Uh, about you?
8: <laughs> Never mind. I don't
16: really care. No no no, 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 He said he said so many things. I'm just I'm trying to remember the best ones. So, um, he thought. Really pretty, or uh, it looked pretty cool when you put indigo streaks in your hair. He did. (laughs) (laughs) And he wondered how you learned to dance like all the rest of the world is in.
1: and Paul who came to fame really with this particular musical Dear Evan Hansen but you'll know them from The Greatest Showman and one or two other great things that they've done. That was if I could tell her before that waving through a window three more to go in this little section including this duet Only Us featuring Laura Dreyfus and the brilliant Ben Platt who is the original Evan Hansen on
17: Broadway.
8: That I should You don't have to convince me You don't have to be scared You're not enough Cause what we've got going Is good I don't need more reminders Of all that's been broken I don't need you to fix What I'd rather Try to quiet the noises in your head We can't compete with all that
16: Thought there'd be someone like you who would want me. Well, so I give you 10,000 reasons to not let me go. But if you really see me, if you like me, for me, and nothing else, well, that's all that I've wanted for longer than you could possibly know. So it can be us. forward.
8: It'll be us and only us, and what came before won't well, come. Can-
16: your perfect afternoon we share drive the winding country road grab a scoop at a la mode and then we're there an open field that's framed with trees we pick a spot and shoot the breeze like buddies do quoting songs by our favorite bands Telling jokes no one understands, except us two And we talk and take in the view All we see is sky for forever We let the world pass by for forever Feels like we could go on for forever this way Two friends On a perfect day We walk a while and talk about The things we'll do when we get out of school (laughs) Bike the Appalachian Trail Or write a book or learn to sail Wouldn't that be cool? There's nothing that we can't discuss Like girls we wish would notice us But never do He looks around and says to me There's nowhere else I'd rather be And I say, me too And we talk and take in the view We just talk and take in the view friends When I'm on the ground My arm goes numb no. I look around And I see him come to get me He's come to get me And everything's okay All we see is sky forever we let the world pass by for forever Buddy you Friends, true friends, on
17: perfect day.
1: For forever, from dear Evan Hansen. Before that, only us. Uh, ben Platt, the, the main singer, are both in the film because there's been a film version which has not got great reviews by some. I would still recommend you watch it. I think it's a great film personally. But I can understand why the stage show is a little bit more lively and brings the whole show to life. And the big song at the end of Act One, which is be- going to become a standard if it's not going really to become a standard, is You Will Be Found.
16: crashing through when you need a friend to carry you and when you're broken on the ground you will be found so let the sun come streaming in cause you'll reach up and you'll rise again lift your head and look around you
17: will be found
6: of
16: your
5: speech online. My speech? People started sharing it, I guess. And now I mean Connor is your everywhere. speech is everywhere. This morning the Connor Project page, it only had 56 people following. Well how many does it have now? 458239 I
16: don't understand.
7: hear this
11: a beautiful tribute
7: favorite i know someone who really needed to hear this today
5: so thank you evan hansen for doing what you're doing i never met you connor but coming out here reading everyone's posts it's so easy to feel alone but evan is exactly right we're not alone we're not alone none of us none of us none of us are
4: alone like well especially now with everything you hear
8: in the news thank you evan hansen for giving us a space to remember connor to be together to find
4: each other Michigan. Vermont. Damn. Sacramento. Thank
6: you. Hey, really Thank you. I Thank you.
14: on 106.7 FM via the app for all smartphones streaming from our website and on smart speakers
6: Play Ribble FM
14: This is your local radio station This is Ribble
1: FM In this hour we're featuring musicals coming back to Manchester and six the musical will be the Opera House from the 18th to the 23rd of July Though I suspect it might even be sold out but here is the title song
8: everybody gets the music man tried it on and i was like bye so i thought who needs him i can give it a try i learned everything now all i do is sing and i'll do that until i die One of a kind, no care to go
2: House. To the house
6: of Holbein. Ja. Oh yeah, ja.
8: that's it. Cool. Oh yeah, ja. yeah. Ja. The house of Holbein. Hans Holbein. The corsets will bring the cinches. No one wants a waist over nine inches. So but the makeup? Contains lead poison. At least your complexion will bring all the poison. Ignore the fear and you'll be fine. We'll turn this fear into a nine. So just say yeah and don't say nine. Because now you're in the house. In, in the house. For blonder hair, and you just add a magical ingredient from your
5: bladder. Try these heels so high it's naughty, but we cannot guarantee that you'll still walk at 40. Ignore this fear and you'll be fine, Bill we'll turns this fear
8: into a nine. So just say
5: yeah and don't say nah. Of, Holbein.
1: of course, the main six characters are the six wives of Henry VIII. And uh, if you don't get a chance to see it this time, it's running in the West End and I suspect it will come back to Manchester again. That was House of Holbein. And before that, six. Next up, Heart of Stone from Six the Musical.
8: You've got a good heart, but I know it changes. A restless, time untamable You came my way and I knew a storm could come to You'd leave me high
1: Heart of Stone from Six, the musical Don't Lose Your Head is next up, and then we'll turn our focus to Sister Act, the musical, which will be returning to Manchester next year.
5: Grew up in the French court, we were born short, life was a chore, so she set sail. 1522 came straight to the UK, all the British dudes lame Epic fail. I wanna dance and sing. Politics, not my thing. And soon my daddy said, You should try and get ahead. He wanted me, obviously. Kept messaging me like every day. Couldn't be better than he sent me a letter. And who am I kidding? I was pretty manger Uh Sent a reply, Uh just saying hi you're a nice guy I'll think about it maybe XO baby Uh here we go you sent him kisses I didn't know I would move in with his missus what get a life you're living with his wife like what was I meant to do sorry not sorry about what I said I'm just trying to have some fun don't worry don't worry don't lose your head I didn't mean to hurt I'm sorry, not sorry about what I said Don't lose your head (laughs) See in the bed and the little one said If you want to be wed, make up your mind Her or me, chum, don't want to be some girl in a threesome Are you blind? Don't be bitter Cause I'm fitter He doesn't want to bang you Somebody hang you Uh Here we go Your comment went viral I didn't really mean it But Uh rumours viral Well, man, Way to make the country hate you Mate, what was I meant to do? Sorry, not sorry About what I said I'm just trying to have some fun Don't worry, don't worry Don't lose your head I didn't mean to Ocean, the Sea of E Rules were so outdated e- Us two wanted to get X-rated Soon e- it's e- X- communicated Everybody chill, it's totes God's will e- 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 Every night on the town Just sleeping around Like what the hell If that's how it's gonna be Maybe I'll flirt with a guy All three Just to make him gel Henry finds out And he goes mental He screams and shouts Like so judgmental You damn it, rich Mate, just shut up I wouldn't be such a b- If you could get it up oh, oh, Here we go Is that what you said? And now he's going round Like off with her head No yeah, I'm pretty sure he means
14: Clitheroe Gisburn, Warley. This is your local radio station. This is Ribble FM.
1: I mean Cheeseman, this is Break a Leg, All Things Theatrical and Musical Theatre. I've seen this next show, Sister Act loads of times um, and it is fantastic it's written by Alan Menken who also wrote so many of the Disney musicals but it's not a Disney musical it is a fantastic show it's had different characters in lead roles and it will return to the Palace Theatre in Manchester from the 18th of March to the 30th of March next year so lots of time to save up for tickets I recommend it very very highly this is Sunday Morning Fever (laughs)
4: followers old and new. And now to raise the temperature even higher, we have a brand new hymn by our very own Queen of Angels, or should I say, Disco Queen of Angels Choir. (laughs) Hit it sisters.
5: your grandma's church anymore god help your grandmother if it were everything that woman does infects us more and more things were bad the way it was
8: but lord you're killing us with the cure
4: Welcome back, oh multitudes! (laughs) Oh, a humble sanctuary overflows with your fabulous devotions! So, get down, get down, get down on your knees and show the Lord how deep is your love! Girls and
8: boys come make a joyful noise
4: Queen of Angels Church expands to eight masses per Sunday, all fueled by the high octane choir direction of the fabulous Sister Mary Clarence. Dolores, what part of hiding out don't you understand? This keeps going and crowds keep growing, the word is gonna spread. Every mention just brings more attention, and you won't be so fabulous if you're dead.
5: You 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 dong I'm a celibate sister, but I'm hard as a blister, so hang on to your rosary. Now, maybe I'm fossil, from a skills are colossal. and I rock the mind, just like an apostle. I don't stop till your doubts go off, and I take you over the top. We got Matt, Mark, Luke and John. Those guys are pros, and they ain't no cons. Let's party on till the break, break of dawn
4: I bear remarkable news. A miracle has happened. Bishop Donahue read last week's newspaper article about our choir. No, 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 wait, that is not the news, no. He called Archbishop Narsutis, who called Cardinal McKenna, who has invited us to sing this week. (laughs) Will you let me finish? He has invited us to sing this week for a special visitor. A very special visitor. From the Vatican. (gasps) You mean the po-ho-ho, ho. <laughs> the
5: po-ho-ho, po- ho. calm down, sister, you mean the
16: po-ho-ho, ho. that's right, sisters, can you believe it, the
17: po-ho-ho, himself, ho. <laughs>
0: Bye.
6: And guess what, y'all? It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Dolores. Don't know how you do what you do. It's like you're own- Yeah.
1: Great songs in this. Fabulous Baby. Before that, Take Me To Your Heaven, Sunday Morning Fever, and we're going to finish with the title track in just a moment. When it came round, round last time, Clive Rowe was the uh, the cop in it, and he's from Oldham, and he was brilliant. love speaking to Clive Rowe. What a real great character. So we've been featuring music from shows coming to, back to Manchester very soon. I'll be back same time next week. Same place with more great interviews and great music. I hope you can join me then. If you're in a show this week, You're just going watching one Break a leg See you next time
6: I don't need a spotlight I don't need a crowd I don't need the great wide world To shout my name out loud Don't need fame Oh, fortune, nice as those things are. I've got all I need to feel like I'm a star. I've got my sisters by my side. I've got my sister's love and pride. And in my sister's eyes, I recognize The star I want to be, and with my sister standing strong, I'm on the stage where I belong. And nothing's ever gonna change that fact. I'm part of one terrific sister. What are you left with when the lights go?
14: Plithero, this is your local radio station. This is Ribble FM.
5: Yeah, go on, let give us a free show. Alright, so how's it going then, Dodger? All this bowing and that's off. And some little pedigug sting in the bumper. Anything, paint your face might bloom Anything, catch a kangaroo Anything, go to Timbuktu And back again
14: Would you risk the drop.
5: Anything!
7: Though your eyes go pop.
5: Anything!
7: When you come down.